Um, just... Justy? Justy Wecky Tyler, age 20. Well, Mr. Tyler, just how would life in the military be easy for you? Well, think about it. When you join the military, all your food is free! Your uniform and daily necessities are all free! No worries about paying rent, and you can get licensed in almost any field without a problem! Besides that, if I get assigned to a space cruiser, I can sleep all day in a cryo capsule till we get to the front! And if I get a desk job, well, there's nothing easier than that! Well, is there? Do you even know what the Space Force is for? Well, uh... Fighting wars, of course! Fighting wars. Excellency? Would you please stop calling me that? Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s, I think, talk about anime. You're in your 30s, right? I am 37. Oh, sweet. This works out great. Uh, my name is Andy, and with me today, as always, my cohort, my compatriot, is Bill. I'm not always here. Usually. Not, well, I mean, it's your studio, your house, so yeah. pretty much. The Berserk episode I wasn't. That's true. I think that's the only episode you haven't been on. Right. I think, And I think... Have I missed any episodes? I think we, uh, one that didn't get recorded. We, we tried it and it... So I've been on every episode. Damn it, Josh. <laughs> and with us, you heard him just a few minutes ago. He is our special, special guest this episode on this bonus episode going up on the main feed. His name is Superfan Matt. Matt, welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm special. I took the short bus to this recording. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to fit right in with this group. If you don't know why Matt is here. We're going to talk about who Matt is and give him a chance to introduce himself in a minute. Uh, Matt is one of our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, where you can go and donate a small amount of money to get all kinds of bonus content. We have hours of bonus episodes. We have our back catalog of episodes. And for some of the higher-end tiered amounts of money also, you can come on our show or make us watch really terrible anime I'm not saying this was terrible. This actually was pretty good. Um, (laughs) Open mouth, insert foot. Or uh, come onto the show or do both. And that's what we're doing here. uh, Because today we are going to be talking about the very first episode of an anime that I had never heard of in my entire life. Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Chosen by Matt. uh, Who is going to help us kind of walk through and talk about this episode. Uh, So, Matt, tell our fans a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, I was born back in the far reaches of the early 1980s. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. It was a great time. (sighs) I miss the 80s. I miss the 80s, too. What what are some of your earliest memories with anime? As with many people, I started watching on the Sci-Fi Channel on Saturday mornings and their bevy of very eclectic movies and shows. And... uh, you know, they, you know, they used to show those commercials uh, uh, for uh, anime VHS tapes and whatnot back oh, then. Oh, God, yes. 
And I remember when I asked asking my mom about that, and she was like, "No, no, I don't think so." <laughs> well, we've talked uh, at length about the the old days where you got like two episodes on a VHS tape, and it was like twenty twenty five dollars if you were if you could find a deal. You got animes on VHS. Well, I did. You 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 didn't. No, no I just no. like occasionally saw them. I still have them on VHS, and I can still play them because I have a VHS player. But we've talked about that in the past. Uh, so yeah, sci-fi. Like, what, what what's like? What, if you had to think back, like, what what's like one of your earliest like memories from sci-fi that you remember watching as a as a wee little lad? <laughs> that would be Star Wars. The original. <laughs> My father told the story that anytime the the family would want to watch a movie, he would ask what they wanted to watch, and I would say Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> nice. What about uh, what about anime on on sci-fi and and, and things like that? It, what is your for earliest kind of anime specific uh, kind of memory? Oh, that's pretty hard to narrow that down. It's probably Robot Carnival, perhaps. I am not familiar. Me neither. Ah. Oh. Well then, we can fix that later. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give us a short version. Uh, it's an anthology movie about robots. That sounds like something Bill would enjoy. I like robots. That is true. Brought in a whole bunch of talent for it, including uh, uh, Katsuhiro Otomo, the creator of Akira, and uh, other things. Nice, nice. I'll have to look. What's that called again? Robot Carnival. Robot Carnival. All right, I will be looking up Robot Carnival to kind of see what, because the name alone has me intrigued. It's even more old school than this is. <laughs> Indeed, that is true. This particular show, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, um, you know, what this is and, and why you chose it. But uh, if you had to pick a favorite anime of all time, put you put you on the spot. I know that's tough. That's, that's a tough question. Uh, but if you had to pick one anime that you like more than anything else, what would you choose and why? Actually, that would be this one. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess that, that's a good segue. Uh, so tell us about this one. Tell us about Irresponsible Captain Tyler. What is this show? Uh, why do you like it so much? Uh, give, give us a little rundown on it. Uh, let's see. I uh, first learned about this show back in high school when a friend of mine uh, asked me if I wanted to come down to the local anime shop. So I said yes. I started hanging out there a little bit looking for stuff, and eventually they got in these uh, VHS tape tape of the first volume of the irresponsible captain tyler okay I, I bought it i watched it i fell in love and uh i picked up you know the vhs's as they came out except i did something weird because i alternated dub and sub with it oh jeez. <laughs> experienced the whole thing uh-huh the whole show there's a certain philosophy to the main character mm-hmm. that really helped me out back then okay when i was, was in a unhappy place and it's really changed my life and that's why i've really have a thing for the show okay interesting it's kind of like josh's mon- uh, kind of like a uh, whole idea with uh Gurren Lagann. Yeah, i was gonna say it sounds exactly like josh and his picking of Gurren Lagann. yeah, yeah which i which I, I don't get it yet i but, haven't got it but, but i mean maybe we'll get there maybe yep. we'll get there eventually in our discussion of it so i you know we'll talk about this character of captain tyler and again maybe i, I just i've only really watched the first episode so far uh, i assume there's a lot of evolution in his character or or is he like one of those characters that just kind of is this kind of weird bumbling sort of guy uh the the trope is obfuscating stupidity i think there are hidden depths to this character which come out over the course of the series okay we'll have to continue actually i was intrigued enough that i think i want to continue watching this and see where it goes i think a a scene later on that we're going to talk about just by itself was enough to make me go huh all right i'm not sure what i'm watching but i think i need to watch more of it so so th- this particular anime, uh, I'm I was not familiar with it. It is available on YouTube. When was this? Do you know when this was produced? How how old this is? 
1993 is when that aired originally. Oh, really? It feels like an older anime. I would have imagined older, like like you said, old school, and I I was struck by how old school it looked. Yeah, it kind of felt it. like a like an 80s sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I I think uh, the the character designs and whatnot, even for then, they look they're rather unique. I think. Yeah, there it, it's it's really interesting. Like visually, I I really do like this, so I, I am interested to see kind of where it all goes. Uh, anything else about the anime uh, in general that we need to know before we get into this review of the first episode of Irresponsible Captain Tyler? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, the basic uh, thing that seems to be behind the show is your mileage may vary. I've talked to many people who love it, many people who don't love it, and it all depends on how you relate to Tyler, honestly. There you go. Uh, again, uh, if you're listening to this and you have not seen Captain Tyler, it is the entire series on YouTube. If you just search for Irresponsible Captain Tyler, uh, you can, I think, find it both dubbed and subbed on there, right? Yeah, they were both on there, as I saw. Okay. Yep, that's true. Uh, sometime this year, I think they're putting it on Blu-ray. Oh, really? So uh, I'll be picking that up, definitely. Nice. But will it leave YouTube if it gets on Blu-ray? Probably not. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, what, uh, uh, what, what company is this? Nozomi, formerly Right Stuff International. Are they, I assume they're not a thing anymore? No, they're still a thing. Mostly distribution and selling products now, I think. Oh, it's just interesting. Like, it's, I just assume that, like, you know, you see full series on YouTube, you kind of assume that it would be kicked off pretty quickly. Uh, it was interesting to find this whole thing has been up here for, for you know, a good amount of time, at least a couple of years. Yeah, I think they put out their they put out a remastered version of the DVDs a while while back, and those were up there still oh, from okay. that time. So interesting. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add at all in general before we get in? Should we just get started? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Let's let's talk about this very strange anime. Uh, so Bill actually this week wrote up some notes, and he's going to walk us through. Uh, did you write anything about the uh, opening credits? The only thing I wrote, wrote about the opening credits is I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> It is really, really bizarre. It, it's a lot of a lot of images all at once, and they don't seem mm. to correlate. Um, what's the anime about the old guy in like the space bed that starts assimilating other I'm, items and turns into a mech or something? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it was you haven't seen that. <laughs> it was one of the ones on uh, Saturday or morning sci-fi. I oh that old chestnut. No, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it. Uh, uh, it's called Rujin Z. Okay, okay. It kind of reminded me of that, some of the images here in the beginning. Uh-huh. Like wheelchairs and nurses and... And he's like tightrope walking through a heart, yeah. like across buildings, and he's on a hamster wheel, and I, I this is really bizarre. And my favorite part, well, I, there's two favorite parts. One, when he like randomly like gets out of all of his like like wrappings and he's just naked jumping bare, through the air bare like, ass. I, I enjoyed that um but then my favorite part really is the part with the the like the random woman and she's singing and she's just like going to town like she's dancing like how i would dance if i've had a few drinks in me <laughs> what, what do you make of the of the opening theme and the opening the opening montage since this is one of your this is your favorite show uh is is there more sense here that we're just not getting because we haven't seen it or what what do, what do you make of this uh no, there's not really any real sense to it. It's kind of like combining the opening with a pop song, music video. Uh, it may give you some insights into what Tyler is like if you're really looking, but uh, most of the time, most of it's just stuff they threw together. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. It's it's it, the the song is catchy. I do like the song. 
Yes, it is. I, I have it. I've got the soundtrack. I listen to it now and then. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, we uh, let's just get started proper with the episode, shall we, Bill? I'm ready. All right. Go for it. So after the opening, uh, we cut to a young man in what I kind of took as a Blade Runner looking setting. Um, and he's sitting in a railway station watching a seductive commercial to join the military. That's a pretty good way to describe this. I kind of got a, a similar sort of vibe. Like you got these like really, there's this vast city, bright lights everywhere. You got this giant television with propaganda trying to get people who are, you know, maybe down on their luck to like join this intergalactic sort of like police or not police, but like, you know, like army or whatever. So yeah, I, I got a very similar sort of vibe. Yeah. I that's, was. A, that's fair. I was kind of waiting, uh, thinking about the Simpsons episode, waiting for it to be like Yvonne, Itai. <laughs> 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 What, Nyanj? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, so he, this, this, what's the name of this, uh, like, like uh, the name of the actual galactic army or whatever that it's trying to get people to join? The United Planets Space Force? Is that correct? That is correct. So uh, we, we get a little bit about these guys uh, kind of throughout this episode, but uh, is it just basically, essentially, just kind of what it sounds like? Just a giant space army and they go out and to space and fight aliens and shit that's basically what it is it is the federation of this universe more or less <laughs> nice now do they have other other species that they are federated with uh not as revealed in the show no okay gotcha so the planets are all just human populated planets yeah okay i was curious about that mm-hmm. uh so we start out with some uh, military dudes arguing about the railgun empire the Ralgon okay. Empire. <laughs> well, I, th- I like Railgun better. I think that's kind of cool. That's, that's what I heard. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> um, and they're arguing if they should strike the Empire now that they have a new Empress, who apparently is an elf. Yeah. Did, is, is, that the, is that the girl who puts on the armor later and has a giant, like, staff thing? I think so, yes. yeah. Uh, that, she's, is, that is her. She's voiced by, I'm pretty sure, I didn't check the voice actresses, but I think she's got the same, because I watched, I watched the dub. I like dubs. Um, and she's got the same voice as Deedlet, which I thought was funny because she's kind of like an elf girl too. Oh yeah. So like you know Deedlet from uh, 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 Record of Lodos War, it was the same voice I think. You might know her best as Lena Inverse, perhaps. Oh, okay, maybe was she also Lena Inverse? I'll have to look that up and see if they were the same actress. But I guess you're right. I guess I guess that was Lena. Yeah, Lisa Ortiz is that actress's name. Okay, interesting. Okay, I'll have to look that up later and double check a few things. But that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, she actually pulls triple duty on this show. Does she really? Oh, wow. That's um, crazy. The other military dude seems to disagree, uh, thinking they can't win if they don't win the war quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, thinks the rail guns, rail, rail guns. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get that wrong every time. Uh, I really will. Uh, thinks they'll be pissed off for them killing their former emperor. Mm-hmm. So very, very your typical sort of like sci-fi. A lot of exposition at the beginning to kind of establish this world, who the major players are. There, there's quite a bit to kind of parse through at the very beginning. Ralgons. <laughs> it's spelled weird. It's got like two A's. I didn't even see how it was spelled. I, <laughs> I heard railgun. I wrote railgun every time. Um, <laughs> it's it's R A A L G O N. Yes. Ralgon. Ralgon. I was close. They're Ralgon. <laughs> um, and we find out that they are apparently Dornish space elves. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that's, that's good. Space, yep. space elf Arabs, kind of. Well, I thought, like, Muslim space elves, but then I was like, well, they have an empress, and so they're not really... Traditional. You know, traditional 
Arab, you know, the... the Patriarchy so, versus... So I took, like, yeah. Dornish because they're more... Uh, yeah, female-centric. Well, well gender yeah. equal. Yeah, absolutely. That's um, fair enough. Also, I just watch a lot of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, you you can just call them space elves. I think that's probably fine. Fair enough. I, I like space elves. I think that's great. They do, in fact, think that the United Space... The United Planets Space Force killed their emperor, and they want to take the fight to them. Sound of a big battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. Is the uh, the UPSF's flag, is that a tomato? <laughs> that is, everybody says that. It, it's, I I'm, I think it's supposed to be a sun with a light glint behind it, but uh, <laughs> space tomato is fine by me. That's awesome. Did you see it? No, I don't know. I'm yeah, gonna, go back. I'm going to go back. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm going to go back and find this. It's after the uh, space elves. Oh my God, it's a tomato. <laughs> See? It's a space tomato. Space tomato. <laughs> That's awesome as hell. It's a prequel for Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. <sighs> you think Space Butler prepares that? Space Butler could kick the crap out of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> right. Um, oh, uh, if if you're at all interested, uh, the timeline for this series is uh, forty nine. The year forty nine ninety nine. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Very advanced. Way out there. <laughs> yes. So Tyler is the guy from the railway station, and he is joining up with the military for an easy life for free hots and cots. I <laughs> I like this guy. I you know I think one of the things that drew me to this anime when I watched this episode was just his character because he's so freaking weird and I love it because he he kind of reminds me a little bit of Kamina, but like he's not quite as annoying as Kamina. He's is. nowhere near he's, as annoying. He's, as he's not he's not as bro dude. Like he's just kind of like. Hey, you know, I just I, life kind of sucks, and and I just want to, you know, I just want to work at a desk, or or I'll have an easy. I think one of the quotes, and I can't remember, I, I I didn't get a chance to write anything down for this one, but I think it was something along the lines of like, I want to work on a desk job, or you know, something easy like a captain, you know, or it's like, yeah. I don't think you understand how space travel and the, the army works. <laughs> His BS line to the recruiter uh, is that he, when he is rich and famous, he'll remember the recruiter for signing him up. Yep, <laughs> I love that. I gotta say, though, this scene did go on a little too long. Yeah, I mean, that's it, fair. It was quite a long scene. No, I, that's fair. I, I feel like it did drag on a little bit. Um, and I, I found that with this anime in general. I don't know if this is a, a knock on the anime or if it's a knock on the other animes we, we've watched. Mm-hmm. My reviews were nowhere near as long. My notes were near, nowhere near as long. Mm-hmm. Um, my writing process didn't take anywhere. Like, Excel, it was <laughs> two seconds of dialogue, sit, type... Two seconds of dialogue, set and type. Uh huh. Um, well, no one's no one is surprised about that with Excel. Yeah, granted. <laughs> Roll it back so you can understand what the hell she said even, and the type. Even Trigun, I felt like it was really dense. Yeah. For better or worse, this didn't seem feel like it was quite as dense of anime. Some of the scenes felt like they might have gone too long, or maybe they went on just long enough, and I'm just used to the breakneck pace we've been dealing with. I'll let Matt kind of address that. What do, what do you think about pacing? Uh, I have no issue with it. Of course, that could just be familiarity speaking, since right. I'm extremely familiar with it. And uh, I, th- I think it's all worth it to to try and set up Tyler's character. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that. I think that's the the big reason why some of these scenes are kind of long, a little bit long winded for maybe what we're used to. Uh, is we're we're just kind of establishing a character, um, and. You have moments in any anime where, like, the first episode, you get a lot of, like, who that character is. If you really look at Vash in the first episode of Trigun, it's a lot of a lot of his comedic side, a lot of his, you know, like, we see a lot of, like, funny moments. We see a lot of his dumb luck, 
that turns out to really be skill. Um, there, there's a lot of little threads, and I think in that scene where you know he kind of goes on and on a bit uh, when he's talking to that you know uh, recruitment officer, essentially, it does kind of set up the character quite a bit. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I didn't necessarily mark it down as a negative. It's just I really noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comparatively. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We get it. I get it. We get back to the military dudes arguing, and they've apparently been doing all their arguing in a VR session the whole time. Yeah, that was cool. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, but they're in the same room anyway. Like, yeah, that, I don't. I guess maybe so they could see like the whole map. Maybe they like in their like little visor things. But there's computer screens all around them. I, I don't. know. I don't know. It just seemed weird. Is there a reason? It's they... the future. Fa- fair enough. <laughs> Sci-fi bullshit. Got it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, uh, how many people in the same room these days talk face to face? No, you are. That's this is actually yeah, it's oh, prophetic a little bit. That's... Fair enough. I'll give you that one. I totally want to see that old dude kill the other dude with a katana, though. Yeah, I I wasn't sure if that was a katana or what was going on. I couldn't get a close look with like what he had, but yeah, that's a katana, Admiral Fuji. Or at uh, Mifune has always got his katana on hand. Very old school. Yeah, I think that's probably. I mean, is that like a Japanese cultural thing that? To always have your katana on you? <laughs> no, he's like like he's an old school military guy who's legit, I guess, because he's that could be ready to throw down in melee. Yeah, they the commanders, uh, Japanese commanders in World War Two, all had their katanas at their side, right? Symbols and all that. So yeah, just an old school fella. Yep. That's interesting. I, I did. I want to see him kill that dude with that sword. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, this anime in general has like a weird blending of, of cultures and time. You know, it's all scientific. It's all it's all spacey. It's all future But at the same time, you've got, you know, these characters who are, like you said, like this Middle Eastern inspired that, you know, looks a lot more low tech in the way that they dress and the way they present themselves. You've got this like elf. So you've got like the fantasy elements. So like mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool world overall, like the blending of all those elements. Even like her scythe scepter thing, yes, yeah. very fantasy. Definitely. So it's it's definitely sort of a sci-fi kitchen sink, right? Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I I dig that sort of setting. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Um, <laughs> Good movie. Empress. <laughs> well, here's another '80s movie reference. Empress Gozer, the Gozerian. <laughs> Could be. Uh, go. It's uh, Goza. Okay. <laughs> Isn't, aren't those like the little dumplings? Or, that's that's Gyoza. No, okay. Gozer is the bad guy from the first Ghostbusters. Okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. The David Bowie looking chick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She decides, fuck them humans. <laughs> and Brown Nose Wang, I just want to put this out right here, right now, right here, put this out there. Brown Noser Wang, he's definitely the bad guy that killed the Emperor and blamed it on the humans to start a war. I can see that right now. Like, he is <laughs> absolutely Space Jafar. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you know what comes up next <gasps> is it our favorite part it's your favorite part well I like this part yep it's break card break card <gasps> welcome to the break card this is Andy and thank you so much for tuning in to Tuning Japanese I want to send a very 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 special thanks to superfan Matt who was an absolute amazing guest on this episode where we were watching The Irresponsible Captain Tyler, which is a weird anime. And if you are listening along and have no idea whatsoever what we're talking about, head over to YouTube right now and search for Irresponsible Captain Tyler and watch episode one and then come back and finish or finish this and then go watch whatever you want to do. We're not going to judge. Matt joined us because he is a Patreon supporter, a patron at patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. 
So for $10 a month, it got him this guest appearance on this show and perhaps a future guest appearance as well because we'd love to have Matt back on the show. He was absolutely amazing and a ton of fun. For $5 a month, he also got to choose this episode in particular and decided to come on and talk about it because he loves it so much. Uh, $5 a month is too much. We totally understand. You can back for $3 a month. That gets you all of our old past content. Or $1 a month will get you all of our bonus episodes as well. If you can't support the show in that way, you can always tell a friend about our show. We'd really appreciate that. Or you can just head over to the Questionable Endeavor Network at questendnetwork.com and support our show and a bunch of other really great podcasts on the network. We'll be back with Gurren Lagan, we've actually sat down and reviewed several episodes of Gurren Lagan. We've got several in the can we just have to put together and produce. But uh, we'll be trying to get through those episodes and uh, seeing where we go now that Kamina is no longer with us. Spoiler, although we talked about that last episode. Let's get you to a quick advertisement for another show on the network and right back to our review. Do you like scary stories? If so, then listen to the Shadowvane Podcast, where you'll find original radio drama series and classic tales of terror brought to life with fantastic voice acting and eerie music and sound effects. For more information on our first full series, Progenics Labs, or our current story, 1692 The Risen, visit shadowvane.net or listen to us on the Questionable Endeavor Network. Listen in the dark. If you dare. And we're back from the break card. Hey, can we, before we stop talking about the break card, can we look, like, so it talks about Lieutenant Commander J.U. Taylor, but it's spelled differently. Yeah. And did they just spoil it by telling us that he's a commander in the break card? Yeah, afraid so. <laughs> Either that or he starts, like, fixing suits and stuff. If you'd read the light novels before you saw the show, you would have known that already. <laughs> Damn, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a poser. I'm sorry. He starts taking in M-seams and... <laughs> no, stop that. What? But yeah, no, it's... It, why, it's, is, is Well, is there, a re- is there a reason why there's, like, a difference in the spelling, or is it just... Uh, it's just uh, just the uh, Japanese uh, not being with proper spelling. Okay. I, so I, wanted, to, I wanted to double check. I wanted to make sure. Well, I'm sure I wasn't missing something. I usually don't even notice those things. I just assume that's all it is. It's... Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I got to make it my thing to point out English when I can find it. So there's some, there's some English. Uh, one thing about it, if you didn't notice, uh, did you slow down, da- slow down at all, and watch it? Yeah, see who popped up and whatnot. Uh, no, but I can go back real quick <laughs> and kind of see who was all in there. But so there's a particular guy wearing a hockey mask. Guy really? Ho- oh wait, I saw a hockey mask. Was that? Casey Jones? <laughs> Jason? Is it Jason? It is Jason. Oh, my God. Huh. Yeah, I couldn't slow it down, unfortunately, on YouTube there. But My my next guess was an extra from Mad Max. Nice. It's got his picture. It says Jason, and then where the age is on everyone else is supposed to be, there's a question mark. <laughs> huh. I love Easter, Easter eggs. That's great. <laughs> is in the show as one of the Marines, and he does enjoy his chainsaw. Nice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's even better that he's a character. After the break card, uh, the Empress goes off alone to cry. Yes, she does. And then handsome, incredibly tall elf shows up, and he's Captain Doan, I think his name is. 
Dome. Dome. Ah. That dude is Andre the Giant. I mean, that, he that, is monstrously he huge. He is, and he kind of freaks me out. I don't really like this guy. Like, he, he seems, he's the one that seemed kind of evil to me. No, like, I honestly. think he's like noble other side good oh, guy. Oh, okay. I don't know. He just seemed like, I don't know. That was my impression of just him. Just the way that, like, she reacts to him, and he's just, I don't know, the way that he no, presents himself. No, I think himself. she's just freaking not good at being an empress. That it could be possible, too. Um... Because <laughs> he's like nice and he tells her like it's okay to cry, be a normal girl. I'm glad you're still a normal girl. I just assumed um, like it was, and she's all like, change your memories. <laughs> I don't know. He's got like that like red hair with the waviness. I I, I just you, he looks like Nephrite. I got that a, is I your got entire a, problem. I got a Nephrite vibe out of him. I can no. He looks kind of like Nephrite, and you are obsessed. <laughs> That's true. I am. I can't help it. <laughs> Nephrite is a. I want to marry Maxfield Stanton. It's great. Aww. <laughs> Uh, too bad he's into little girls, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, come on. Anyway, we've <laughs> talked about that before. Anyway. Little Southern Jersey girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was Serena. <laughs> so Old Guy Elf shows up and says that uh, Brown Nose Wang issued orders to the Ploy Dome's ship. And I love the uh, the launching mechanism they have. Their airlock. Uh-huh. The liquid airlock. That's really cool. Their race uses biotechnology, and it's so cool. Yeah, that I was—I've never seen anything quite done like that, and that's—that is pretty unique. That may be my favorite thing from the entire diary of this episode. Then what the hell happens next? Because I'm so confused. Well, next we see Tyler is testing G forces, like in one of those simulator things. Yeah. Okay. Again, like the Simpsons episode. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then the weird scene of this episode where he goes for the psychological evaluation. This is my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> this is so great. Buckle, I usually, buckle up. <laughs> I usually don't, I usually am not too much into like the, the weird pervy aspects of like anime, but this was really just, it just, wow. <laughs> well, the helmet looks like he's jammed his head in a Pokemon's vagina. Well, it, <laughs> well, okay. It looks like a Tentacruel. It definitely looks that, like... That's a Pokemon, right? That is a Pokemon. And that's so, a vagina. Yes, okay, so... <laughs> yes, he has stuck his head into Pokemon's vagina. You are absolutely right. <clears throat> the, the thing that that scares me about this whole thing, or confuses me about this whole thing, I'm not sure why he has the touchy gloves. Like, yeah. That seems unnecessary. Okay, yes, you're right. Unless, the only thing I can think of is, I mean, being a psychological evaluation, there would be no need to, like, have to manipulate anything at all. Um, the thing is, like, maybe they use this outfit for other sorts of training, so they need that sort of thing for, like, field training or exercises, and they just happen to throw the whole thing on to get it to work. I don't know. It was very weird. Yeah. Any insights on that? Do we see this device later on? I know it blows up. It was spoiler. No, no, that's the uh, only time you, you get to see it there. It's just, uh, the, just all the VR accouch- accoutrements, even if they're not really needed. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. So he's upset that he's got this ugly old guy as a psychologist. <laughs> this is so great. It's like, what did you expect, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but then they just have a backup simulating, yeah, like a computer simulation. A simulating? I love that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but I will go with simulating. There's a title for the episode. That's epic. <laughs> wow. That's our title. Um, thought of that. I'm the pun guy, and I never thought of that. <laughs> I, yeah, I love random words together. And I, wow. But they didn't bother giving the Simulady a name. <laughs> well, she'll get one soon. Don't he worry. names her, but yeah, yeah like... and she loves it. Okay, I am a little creeped out by like she's just like, "Hi, I'm here to give an evaluation." The first thing he does is like make the grabby hands at her. Yeah, I know he's making all sorts of really uncomfortable hand gestures in those gloves. <laughs> it's really weird. Then he just like doesn't answer her questions at all because he's staring at her chest. <laughs> 
Which again, I'm not sure why the simulator needs giant boobs. To calm down perverts like him. As not calming him down. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> and then he just starts like convincing her to take her glasses off because she's going to be hotter that way. It's like those 80s movies where, you know, it's like we're going to we're like 80s and 90s movies where it's like we're going to make over, you know, the, the nerdy chick. And the only thing they do is just take off her glasses like you're beautiful. Take man. down the side. Take ponytail. down the side ponytail. Yeah. And you, you are you're gorgeous. That's exactly it. <laughs> and this and this is sort of that problematic, pervy old anime thing yes, where that we've talked about in the past, at least in this one, she's into it. Yes, you that's know? true. I mean. And and she's a she's a computer program, so it's not like Vash. Some of the questionable things that Vash was doing, like when he was up against uh, oh, what's her name? The the one uh, female oh, uh, member of the Demona, Demo, yeah, or, 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 Dom, Dominique, Dominique the Cyclops, like, yep, that's right? Where we get that scene where he's like <laughs> gargoyles for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Gargoyles, yeah. <laughs> That'll be our next podcast. We said it all the time though, but um, you know, it's not like Vash where he like rips off her the buttons on her shirt or anything. Like she's a real person. This is yeah. a simulation. It, she's a simulation. Uh, and she's into it, so it's a little less freaky, but... Tyler was just seeing how thorough they were in creating her. Well, obviously... Well, he is, yeah. They found out how he thorough... He continues that trend. That is true. Because stuff starts breaking while he's being a fuckboy. <laughs> he's being a fuckboy? <laughs> God damn it, Bill. <laughs> and I have to point out, one of his flirtation things he says... Yeah. Is he compliments her on her round eyes? Is he talking about the eyes? Well, no, like <laughs> that. Yes, I think he was talking about the eyes. <laughs> yeah, but that's problematic. <laughs> like, Wait, why is that problematic? Like, like Westerners with like round eyes uh-huh. and that being a superior thing, and oh, like, Asians maybe. having the surgery to like remove the. Oh, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure if that was necessarily where they were going with it. But I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. But he's all like, "I love your big round eyes," and I'm like. Like, I don't know, man. Is that okay? <laughs> You're always going for the negative. Jeez. I, I, well, it's what I do. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very integrated society. Round eyes, not surround eyes, square eyes, <laughs> dodecahedron eyes. Bill Bill is very woke now. Like, that, 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 is, that is, he is very much woke. So he, he notices these things quite, quite a bit. Also, I watch a lot of South Park and, and Cartman just says stuff like that. That, that is true. So. No, that is true. <laughs> Struck me as weird. And then I just wrote in all caps, what is happening? Because (laughs) (laughs) the computer continues to start breaking, and I'm pretty sure Betty is approaching orgasm. Yeah. And he's just like, and he's just like, he's like pointing and poking. It's it's tickling. They're tickling. Is that tickling? Okay. I wasn't sure what was going on there. I'm like, is that really rough fingering? What is is going on? (laughs) I know that you're not like about vaginas. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But you don't put your fingers like two feet apart from each other. That <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> Could be tantric. <laughs> I mean, you've got two of them, I suppose. But <laughs> oh god, it's the future. Yes. And I don't know why they have a system where if their simulation starts to orgasm, it breaks physically breaks things. That is well, a good question. I'm confused. I think I can answer answer that for you. Okay. Uh, Please. Well, the premise of the whole scene is uh, she's an artificial intelligence. Right. Has no real personality of her own, but somehow Tyler is able to bring that out and give her emotions and make her fall in love with him, and that is too much for the system to handle. Okay, that I makes know, sense. But why is there an op? Why is that an option? Because whoever created this is really pervy. The computer, you mean? 
Well, the, or whoever the, created the, the animator, or the, per, or the whoever, whoever created, you know, the the, the lady. Some guy, some guy in UP in a U in a United Planet Space Force space going. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's for the story of the episode. Fair yes, enough. yes, it is. It adds a lot to it. <laughs> well, anyway, she's getting off over the military guys are still friggin' arguing, and then she is a squirter because flames fly out of that thing. Oh, <laughs> you really write that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Can't get these images out of my head. <laughs> oh, me and he blows himself right out of the rig, and then she's angry, jealous ex-lover. Like immediately, immediately. like it, it takes no like no time at all. All of a sudden, she's like, "Where did you go? You've already left. You had sex with me and left. Where? where I, I'm so angry. It was so weird." Yeah, like declares him the enemy of mankind within twenty <laughs> seconds of and so orgasm, great. and so sexist. <sighs> he, he- he brought her to the brink of humanity, and then he took it away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so weird. And only when the, that shuts everything else down do they finally notice the Reagan cruiser. Reagan? <laughs> Not the I, president. I, 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 I'm bad at this. Reagan? Reagan? Is it Reagan? Help us. I still wrote Railgun. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Ral. Gone. We're all gone. Yeah, we, we said that already. We got this. All right. Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense they immediately assume a spy is who's been in the computer. Yeah. Well, that's a safe assumption. But but I'm not sure why they didn't notice the cruiser until the computer went down. Yeah. Like, their systems get screwed up, and that's when they notice the, the ship coming in. I assume that uh, Tyler's flirtations were just perfectly timed with the ship entering the area, so that while the computers were preoccupied with the uh, AI-gasm... <laughs> it just slipped in there, maybe. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Lord. So anyway, Tyler's just, like, skulking out of there, and his recruiter guy shows up and sticks a gun in his face. And he's not even angry at him. That's just his first reaction. is like, hey, I want to talk to you with this gun in your face. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> Which is not gun safety. No, no, no. I don't, think, I don't think they're too concerned about that right now. And then continues to tell him they're looking for a spy with a gun still in his face. But Tyler is in, because now with the war starting, they're not going to turn anybody away. Absolutely. Yep. The guy actually turns around and tells Tyler, hey, make sure you write your memoirs. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. That's it. That's the end of the episode. We're done. Episode one. Wow. Of Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Wow. That was a lot, actually, to kind of digest <laughs> in, a, in a first episode. But this is the point of the show where we talk about our thoughts. And Bill, since you did the review, you are first to kind of talk about what you thought about it. It wasn't bad. I definitely get the humor is there. I definitely get the sci-fi. I mean, I like hard sci-fi or hardish sci-fi. Like I said, the the liquid, apparently bioengineering port dock from the mothership, I, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a concept I actually don't think I've ever seen before. I don't think I have either. And I could see where this would go, where Tyler just sort of, like you said, the obfuscating stupidity. He just sort of bumbles around competently screwing up. Mm-hmm. Very you know, vash. Fa- fails up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very vash. So, yeah, I would give it a thumbs up. Nice. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Bill, uh, quite a bit. I liked the character of Tyler uh, a lot. I think that Tyler was a really interesting main character, an interesting protagonist. The whole scene with the uh, with the computer, um, obviously, we, we talked about the problems with it, but still a really memorable and funny scene. 
And I, I just really want to know more about this character. I mean, the world is cool, but for me, it's all about the character. And I, I just really want to know more about who this guy is and what happens to him. So I'm really looking forward to watching more of this. So definitely a thumbs up for me as well. Uh, and this is the part where, Matt, you get a chance to kind of tell us what you think. Uh, you can you can pontificate and and, and, and glow and, and, and talk about how much you love this. What did you think of this episode and as far as introduction to the series? And what was your first reaction to this, watching this episode for the first time? All right. Well, I've always enjoyed this episode. And uh, my reaction originally was hilarious. And of course, naturally, I had uh, four, uh, three more episodes. I think three more episodes to draw on because I think they put out four per VHS for this show. So oh, nice! I, wow. So I got a little more in my first sitting than you guys did for this one, but uh, it never lets me down. I have to say. But anyway, that was our review of the irresponsible Captain Tyler, and uh, yeah, great, great show. Really love it. Thank you cool. so much, Matt, for suggesting this. Uh, I, I can tell that this is your your plan to to spread the love of this show as much as you possibly can. You've got two new lovers of the show, I think. Oh no, they're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong podcast to get a lot of people watching the show. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is true. Hey, we our numbers aren't that bad. Uh, is he gonna get himself to watch the show? <laughs> oh god, ow. any publicity, sir? <laughs> there you go. There's no such thing as bad he's publicity. The only, he's the only confirmed listener we have. Well, no, we have. There's a couple people that like things on our. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That is I've true. seen likes and, and even a heart occasionally. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. That is Adam true. did text me about what celebrity you would hit with what finishing move from... That's wrestling. true. Matt, <laughs> pick a celebrity in a wrestling finishing move that you would like to deliver to them. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Queen of England. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. The Rock Bottom. <laughs> nice. Oh, beautiful! Oh, what did the queen not ever a fan do? of the monarchy, are you? <laughs> Apparently not. Politics? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Matt, this has been this has been great. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a blast. Yes, and we will be releasing this somewhere in our. Uh, we, I think the next episode. You probably have heard it since it's out. It will be our uh, final episode of Pokemon Generations. We'll be releasing that next for the new year. And then we'll probably release uh, an episode of Gurren Lagann. And then we'll be releasing this onto the feed. So once it comes down the line, hopefully you uh, enjoy listening back. And hopefully everything turned out good with our little bits of technological <laughs> hiccups uh, along the way. I'm sure your editing wizardry will fix any troubles. I, I do have some, some wizardry powers. So without further ado, it's time to head on out. Thank you once again for listening to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And uh, once again, my name is Andy. I'm still Bill. I think I'm Matt. And putting his ear up to the door is Josh. Hey! <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. How many people stink face? Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. 
For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like the Shadowvane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, the Reanimator Podcast, Taco Tuesday Podcast, and our newest show, Nerd Control. Attack, maybe? Responsibility? Oh, 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 it's not my fault! Tyler, are you... You've broken my heart and now you're running away? It's horrible. You're responsible. I can't forgive you. I can't!